Us resilient New Jersey folks keep finding ways to make things better for... Are you gardening yet? So many of us have taken on the hobby while we're stuck at home during this pandemic. And what better way to trim down your grocery list, get outside the house, relieve some stress, and use up that surplus of free time? I'm Jessica Remo, a reporter on the Features team, and I'm here with reporter Michael Sol Warren to talk about the growing interest in gardening and specifically the community gardens that are sprouting up across the state. But before we get there, I've got to ask, Michael, are you gardening yet? <laughs> uh, I've got a bounty of windowsill succulents, mm, but that's about <laughs> all I can keep alive right now. What about you, Jess? Are you getting your hands dirty? I am very proud to report that this is the first year I've planted a garden, and I'm loving it. You know, mm. I start my days out there wishing all the veggies good morning, <laughs> <laughs> and I spend the rest of them trying to keep the groundhogs away. Um, but it's great, you know. Why, why do you think gardening has gotten so popular this year? Uh, well, from where I sit, it seems like nurturing plants has become a uh, natural hobby for people who are largely stuck at home with more free time on their hands thanks to the coronavirus right. and, uh, you know, the lockdown that came with it. Uh, there's no doubt it's, it's definitely soothing to spend a little more time each day focused on the plants instead of everything that's happening in the world. Right. Uh, and if those plants give you some tasty treats, then it's even better. Right, exactly. I saw a meme the other day that said, gardening is better than therapy and you get tomatoes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just like that. And today's story is about community gardens, the ones that have cropped up in vacant lots, schoolyards, church grounds and more. Yeah, it's a story I find really inspiring about people who uh, work side by side in shared gardens. Uh, in cities where not everyone has their own yard, you know, right. uh, to grow fruits and veggies to feed themselves and their neighbors in need. That's awesome. And I love when we make good on the fact that Jersey is the garden state. I'm really excited to hear more about all of these budding green thumbs. So take us away to the garden, Michael. Trenton is a city of nearly 85,000 people and only one grocery store. It's a classic food desert a term used to describe low-income communities with limited access to full-service supermarkets. That means it can be tough for Trentonians to get fruits and veggies without having to drive to another town. One local group sees community gardens as a solution to that problem. A lot of it is to really supply some of their own food. So if it's hard to get to food outlets um, because of the pandemic or if food is in short supply, or, you know, even if they can get food, they want to stretch their household budget by growing their own food in their backyard or in a community garden. That's Jim Simon, the deputy director of the nonprofit Isles, which supports a network of 70 gardens in the capital city. The garden program has been around for years, but Simon said that interest has surged during the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah, it's dramatically increased. More people are interested in starting backyard gardens, so they've been coming to our open hours at the educational garden where we answer questions and you know, give guidance to people about how to start a garden in their own backyard. So you know, more of those folks are registering with us, and then more people are, are interested in joining community gardens. So that's helped revive some interest in gardens that have struggled with membership issues. The Isles Garden Network has long provided fresh food in Trenton. 
Simon said that research done with the University of Pennsylvania about a decade ago conservatively estimated that the Isles Gardens grew 20,000 pounds of fresh fruits and vegetables. Since then, Isles has only added more gardens. The gardeners are growing food for themselves and their families, but then they're also distributing that to people who, who need food, and they distribute it through emergency food providers as well. In Atlantic City, the nonprofit Communities Revolutionizing Open Public Spaces, or CROPS, uses community gardens to bring people together. Paige Vaccaro, who founded CROPS in 2016, says the goal is to turn Atlantic City blight into good. What I noticed when I moved down here was that there were a lot of abandoned parking lots and there was a lot of businesses that were failing and struggling and a lot of empty spaces. So the idea was to take those spaces and change them into something that um, brought the community together and also connected communities with one another. The flagship crops garden at Sister Jean's Kitchen is a prime example of how gardening can transform vacant lots into community spaces, Vaccaro says. And it's funny because if you look at, you really look at the bare bones of like our main garden at Sister Jean's, like it's an abandoned church. It's next to an abandoned parking lot. The building next door burned down. Like it looks like the last place on earth you would want to spend your Sunday afternoon. And um, this is a place where, you know, kids are having fun, kids are playing, families talking to each other, strangers talking to each other, homeless people coming by, like saying hello, like it's a welcome space for everyone. Like the folks at Isles, Vaccaro says that Crops has seen a surge in community interest during the pandemic. But she also says that the recent movement against systemic racism has brought new people to the gardens as well. We've also seen with the Black Lives Matter movement that's happening right now, people are starting to look at their lives and go, hey, you know, what am I doing to help those less fortunate than me? You know, like recognizing white privilege and then finding ways to re-engage with the community. The Crops Gardens are small compared to the Isles operation, but Vaccaro is proud of the group's trio of farmers markets, which help bring locally grown produce into the community. She says the crops markets, which accept SNAP benefits, help the communities eat healthy while boosting local farmers. I've always wanted to have, from the very beginning, I've wanted to have markets in low-income areas because farmers markets have become in this area, and I think in a lot of New Jersey in general, it's become something for people with money. And, you know, the fact that so many people are in food assistance in this state, like to be able to use some of that government money to put back into the local economy to farmers, not just at ShopRite or Walmart or whatever, that's been important to us. Meanwhile, in Newark, Bilal Walker and his wife, Brianna Walker, hope the budding interest in gardening will boost their new project, Jana on Grafton, in the city's North Ward. Jenna on Grafton in and of itself is a vacant lot that has been transformed into an urban garden. And through our pilot program, we hope to be able to afford 20 North Ward families access to monthly produce in an effort to close the food disparity gap in Newark, New Jersey. Walker said the neighborhood, like much of the rest of Newark, has families that struggle to keep food on the table. Throughout the city, we face large food disparity gaps. Most of our families are food insecure, meaning that they don't have enough food to sustain them for the month or um, they, they are not meeting, they are not meeting the nutritional needs necessary for their homes. The North Ward is no different. The garden is just one part of that effort. Walker says Janet on Grafton is also partnering with local groups like La Casa de Don Pedro and Table to Table to bring food to those in need. 
He hopes to continue adding and growing partnerships to keep the garden going for years to come and to build a greenhouse to support year-round operations. We don't want anything for nothing. We want everyone to see the progress of, of the garden, and we want people to be able to have access to quality food. Most importantly, Walker says the folks that live near Jane Al Grafton are already embracing the new garden. I've been really, really grateful to have built some relationships with a lot of the people from the Lower Grafton Avenue community, people that frequent the, the lot just in passing, people that have been living in the Grafton community for, you know, three, four generations, stop by on a daily basis when I'm out there gardening or watering or we're having volunteer days and people just pop up and they talk about how beautiful it is. That's all for our story today. If you want more good news, you can check out nj.com slash togethernj. And while you're there, please consider supporting our local journalism with a voluntary subscription by heading to nj.com slash supporter to sign up today. I'm Michael Saul Warren. Thanks for listening.